Hey guys, it's Alex, one of the hosts of this show. Um, if you're getting this file on the AlexCast feed, I don't know what's happening. I keep telling it not to show up, so I'm very sorry if you find this insulting to have another show show up on your feed. I don't know how to change things. I'm sorry. I keep trying, and I will continue to try, uh, but it's a fun show probably, so maybe you should listen to it. But anyway, the point is, I did not intend to shove this down your throat without you asking for it. It's just a thing that happened. Anyway, please enjoy this episode of the Inanimate Carbon Pod. Oh, Alex. You came and you started a podcast on my vacation away from Pendergrast. Okay. I'll respond with, oh, Lily, you came and you came on a podcast on a vacation away from that other podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one that just I do. I was going to say, and originally I was going to say, on your vacation away from from broadcast but then i couldn't think of a word that i like i was trying to think of a word that rhymed with podcast i don't remember what pondergrass i think it might be like a weird video game thing that's just in like the recesses of my memory Probably. i don't know but it's not a real thing i know there's a last name pendergrass he's a soul singer oh maybe Teddy. that's it maybe Teddy i got that wrong anyway um well, first, I'll try to get this intro out with my arms. Now, I'll pull my legs out with my arms. Now, my arms out with my face. <laughs> All right. I hate this. Uh, the, the lounging? Yeah, lounging is uncomfortable. Well, it's like you just look like you're in some kind of weird music video when you're laying down holding a microphone near your face. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it'd be comfy. It's not. Uh, um, So... This is the inanimate carbon pod. Um, Sorry, I'm making a lot of noise. That was my fault, people. It's okay. Uh, it's I. the people, not you. You're not people. You're co-host. <laughs> they are lower than us. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm Lillian, and this is Alex. Hi. Hi. Lillian's first mic this show. Yes. Um, and that was sprung on me, so Hi. Um, sprung on you. You're supposed to be equal partners, so I'm just making you do the you do the the, the first work. <laughs> I'm reactionary to show. Okay, because um, one of us is a feminist here. So uh, I meant me. Okay. Again, talking to the audience. Um. So on the last episode, we were going over season five. This is a continuation of season five, which I feel like is just. So rife with content, like, as we talked about last time, like, it just feels like every few seconds is something. And that, um, and so few things fall flat that there's just, like, so much more to talk about. Um, and we we ended up on, uh, Bart, the, uh, it says right there, uh, was it Boy Scouts in the Hun? Yeah. Oh, I took the wrong notes. Okay. Remember before the show, we were talking about Ernest Borgnine being in Boy Scouts of the Hood? And yeah, but for some reason, there's another Ernest Borgnine in um, Bart's Inner Child. Is Ernest Borgnine's in that? I, I wrote that down. Um, I, I mean, 
it's it wouldn't be unknown to have the same guest in the same. I mean, it, that is that has happened before. I I don't. I think it was more of a reference. Oh, maybe. Um. Oh no, that's the one with uh, that's the one with Albert Brooks. Yes, I'm not saying that it was Albert, uh, uh, Ernest Borgnine. It might have just been a concurrent reference to Ernest Borgnine. You know, Lillian, I would um, be shocked if that's true. <laughs> I can't imagine. And not to say that it is, it is, I, it very well could be, but I would be shocked if one of us made an Ernest Borgnine reference that wasn't only based on that one episode of The Simpsons, because frankly, that's all I know him from and uh, attack, no, escape from New York, because I think we discussed this last time. Or maybe that was at the bar afterwards where we looked to the, up his IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a different thing. I don't know what this random word or uh Ernest Borgnine is from but it is not from that episode as Google is backing up um so anyway um then the next episode that we were starting on was the last test temptation of Homer which you know, very early on it's insu- insu- insinuated that Homer kills a guy wait where Homer killed the guy yeah, he's like, he messes up something in the power plant, and they oh. see someone in safety gear clinging at the glass. Yeah, yeah, he, he, okay, yeah, but to be fair, he also kills himself, Lenny, and Carl. Yeah, yeah, because he squeezes the guy's butt, doesn't he, when he's in the, when he's in the full radiation suit. Yes. The, the suit ruptures, then you see the guy climbed on the, on the glass, so he runs and he goes, hey, wait a second, that's an emergency exit, it's painted on. <laughs> and then it cuts to him say, saying, well, I won't bore you with the details of our amazing escape or whatever. So, I guess technically that other guy could have escaped too. Theoretically. No, you don't. That's some, yeah, yeah it reminds me of like, um, like in that weird Dragon Ball Z kind of way. If you ever watched Dragon Ball Z when it was on Comedy Central, or not Comedy Central, uh, Cartoon Network during the day. I mean, and they I watched, like I watched it before that when it originally aired. Uh, I mean, I you know I guess I guess you know I guess some people got to it a little late, but no, no, continue. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, when it was when it was on uh, Cartoon Network, and they made such a weird forced effort to gloss over any deaths, like they would show a helicopter blowing up and then be, oh, like yeah. have a voiceover being like, "Oh, but I see those parachutes. Don't you see those parachutes? Yeah." And um, that's really awkward. I, I that's I. I don't remember that being that way when I watched them, but I they may that may have been it may have been like that because that show was pretty pretty weird with shit like that. Yeah, yeah, well, I think they were like there was this really I don't know I guess the the push to make it Y seven was like nobody could die, and the way that they did that was by just make it what Y seven Y seven. Well, you know, like the oh, is TV, that the TV, rating? oh, TV I mean, ratings. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I knew it was a TV rating. I just I had never heard that one. Okay, that's like the young people one. Yeah, because there's like young people, all audiences, and then there's I. That was you, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Sorry, I'm playing with headphones. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't hear myself all of a sudden. Okay. Is that? You should be exactly where you were. If you need more volume, uh, feel free to turn it back up. That's you. I, I sorry, I meant to turn it back where you were. I used okay. To, I used to be four. At some point, that got changed. Okay. No, that's better. Okay. 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 Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, it's okay. I just my ears were getting blown out, and um, I'm not four anymore. Apparently, I don't know <laughs> when that happened, but at some point, uh, I got plugged in. I blame producer Michael from my other show, The Alex Cast, available at alexcast.com. Sorry, you're saying something stupid about a cartoon. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so back to our stupid cartoon. Um. 
It, it, it was oh, glossing over death. Uh, oh, in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah it, it was actually kind of great. I think that's why I remember it was because of like how obvious it was. It was like yeah. having the show be a weird parent and be like, oh, no, everybody's fine. Look. Yeah. Um, I think the show has killed people before this. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but like I'm pretty sure we've had we've we've had Homer like deaths on his on his. On his hands? I think, maybe that's, I mean, I definitely later than this episode, that's, I'm, I'm sure of, but, yeah, maybe that did start it, maybe that, maybe by season five, yeah, that might, that might, yeah, wow, could that be the first one? Because that starts to happen more frequently, that's a good pickup. Yeah. I'm going through one through four in my head, and I don't remember any, like, oh yeah, that guy's totally dead moments. No. Huh. No, and I think it comes with, like, this is the season, I feel like, where it gets so increasingly cartoony and slapsticky and, like, kind of Looney Tunes. And this season, I feel like, uh, finally, the full weight of The Simpsons just being despicable characters is finally coming to play. Because I forgot, there's a dream sequence that Lisa kills Bart. I wrote that down, yeah. out of the revelry and is like, no, please don't make me go. It's so much better here. Her brother's lying impaled on a, 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 what was it, Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Oh, this show got, like, oh, like, they just took the gloves off. Like, this was, this got ugly. Yeah, and I, and I think, um, that, that, that plays on the whole idea that they exacerbate each other to being at that point where, Bart isn't properly parented, so he's worse. Homer isn't, yeah, like called out on his shit in any kind of way until things get hit breaking point. Well, this and is Homer. I think officially reaches. Um, I'm from the '80s. I don't know how to say this. Uh, mentally irregular status. I don't know what the proper term is for someone that's very dumb. I uh, swear, Homer gets stummer every year. That's not a question. Because <laughs> uh, this is the year that he forgets how to... Oh, in the first of my four notes, he forgets how to use a touchstone. Which, yeah. as I was watching it, going, holy shit, that, that, that phrase is not a thing. Oh, no, no. That, like, needs to be used ever. But sorry, ever. Okay, I, 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 but yes. Uh, uh, well, there's uh, that whole thing. It's like... Slow, eh? Yeah, <laughs> You're calling this, me slow? Yeah, this was the year when full out cartoony and every character is worse than the one before it. And it, I think that's why actually this might be my favorite year of it's like it's they just, really good. They don't give a shit about the characters. They're just trying to get jokes out. So if it's like, oh, well, we'll give this joke to Lisa. Lisa gets the joke. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't fit her personality. Like Lisa calls some girl horse face and tramples her to the ground to get to a doll. Yeah. Like that's not a Lisa line, but it's funny. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> Well, I think like that, like kind of a central thing to Lisa is that, and that happens to a lot of people who like you know are similar to Lisa, is that moments where you let yourself go or whatever is used to invalidate like the other stuff that you do, you know, as far as like like as being like sort of a progressive person, like when you oh. slip up once, it's immediately it's like kind of used to invalidate. No, I, th- I think, like you're, I think you're searching done. way too deep there. I, I just think they thought it'd be funny to have Lisa call somebody horse face. Oh, no, that's funny, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. No, I wasn't referring to, like, the her doing the trampling thing. That works with the personality. No, part. one of my favorite yeah. Lisa moments yeah. is, like, when she just says something, and this is, like, a later season, not late, late, but, like, a couple, maybe a season or two later, 
where she just says something like, that'll teach you to take my tomato. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, in in The Last Temptation of Homer, beyond Homer kills a guy, Homer killing guy, one of my favorite um, moments ever of Joey Joe Jr. Shabadoo. I have a friend. His name is Joey Joe. Is it Joey Joe Jr. or Joey Joe... Joey Shabadoo. Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. Oh, is it Jr. Shabadoo? I used to say that all the time when I was in high school. Oh, no, me too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it was just like the go-to thing for when you had to talk about yourself but not yourself. Um, which I, I was thinking about this. There's three instances in The Simpsons where that's done really beautifully. One of which is uh, in the last episode of that season, which is um, The Secrets of a Successful Marriage. Where Homer's talking about, um, and we can't give out details about Marge anymore. So he's like, I've got, I know these people. They're called the something. And he has a fake name for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he says to her, Marge. (laughs) And then there's that other part where it's like, well, we don't want to out anybody. So let's just say, uh, Lisa S. No, that's too obvious. Let's just call it L. Simpson. Yeah. I think the best one is Guy Incognito. Oh, Actually, that yeah. is his real name. And Hootie McBoob, Chesty LaRue, and whatever the other one is. From yeah. Episode, uh, from uh, March Gets Breast Implants, or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. That that That's like really... Those are wonderful. Um, all right, so Homer like, commits murder... Yeah, Homer commits murder, and I also think it's interesting, also, like, they go through such lengths to show how lucky Homer is to have someone who puts up with him, and... In this episode specifically, or just the show? In the show, period. I think a lot of Marge and Homer's, like, relationship is predicated on Marge sort of pitying him, which I'll get to later, especially in the last episode, because I have a lot to say about that episode. Um, Pitying him. What? Yeah, that's. I don't know if I agree with pitying, but I think it's somewhere near there. It's more like, yeah, I just go with pitying. Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough. I think it's. I don't know. There's like a little bit more like a. Like, what do you do to like if you have like a dumb dog? Like, that's what I was just thinking. It's like a dog. You know, like if you got like, oh, I love you, my little mangy dog, my little idiot dog, like whatever. It's not really pitying. It's like. Uh, there's gotta be a better. Oh, fuck it. Sorry. Continue. Right, but but Marge doesn't it. see it as that. Marge sees. Yeah, but not even like, dog people. They're like, oh no, he's got people emotions. Like, no, he doesn't. Shut up. Depends Those aren't on the eyebrows. dog. No, but um, dogs don't have emotions. It's scientifically proven. They do too. They don't have people emotions. Well, they, they just they don't have that, people emotions. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but they, people always say that. Oh, he knows when I'm mad. No, shut up. No, he doesn't. No, like, like they, I guess, like, and this is something I even personally don't agree with, even though it's been scientifically proven that dogs apparently don't have guilty face. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the thing I was referencing is they did that study where they, they said, oh, you know, your dog just knocked over a vase and we took a picture. It's like, oh, yeah, that's its guilty face. And it's like, no, it, we just literally took a picture of it, like standing by the food bowl. Like it did nothing. You just you interpreted guilty face on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm probably and I'm like almost positively wrong about my disagreement with that. You know, because like, I, I don't know. I've, I've had enough dogs. Where you can just say, especially if you have more. What, what about like situations though when there's more than one dog? You're putting it on them. I mean, it's just that's. I mean, it can't be shown more than you got tricked. You showed a picture. It said he just did something wrong, and then they go, "Oh yeah, that's his guilty face." 
where it's not. You just, when something goes wrong, you put it, it's like the same as babies. Like babies are fucking half an idiot. But like, people are like, oh, he knows he did. No, he did. No, he doesn't know he did something wrong. He, he knows he wants to shit and eat. That's it. They're well, eating shitting machines. No, I no have, guilt. I've had that problem being uh, in early childhood education for as long as I've had of like, um, not so much where I work now, but when I worked at like really crappy preschools a lot, um, people who would automatically assume that like the, the, the two-year-olds or one-year-olds or whatever being like, oh, they're trying to trick you. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, no, they're not. They're one. And also, like, I had this one instance where a kid was complaining about his pants hurting and pointing to his pants and crying and being upset. So I was like, let's go get you new pants. And then I was getting new pants and the other person came in and said, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm changing his pants. She's like, why? I'm like, because he said that they hurt. She's like, he's like, well, he's tricking you. And he's like, what? Tricking me into changing his pants. Like, who the fuck cares about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in that case, if if it, I think when you get old enough to articulate that level of thought, that can be tricking. Not the trick pants are just like, I want attention. Like, the same as, like, faking sick. Yeah. yeah. But also, at that level, sometimes that's, like, a l- way to communicate an unmet need. And, you know, you don't have the emotional intelligence to articulate that need. So you go through whatever avenues are possible. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, yeah. I guess trick is the wrong word. But it's like, yeah, he is using... Uh, um obfuscation you know well not not purposefully but it's just you know i want attention or whatever not those words oh no no yeah yeah yeah. i understand that because like but now that i now that i work with older children who are like um like three to five uh the older children and this shows you how little younger children are probably trying to like quote unquote trick people is like my five-year-olds will rat themselves out constantly they'll do something and they immediately rat themselves out like they cut their own hair today and I found a lock of hair and I was like, who cut their hair? And then they all looked guilty and looked at each other. And so I knew it was like, you know, the kids who were looking guilty. And then one of them immediately goes like, well, we hid the rest of the hair. And I'm like, where? And they're like, under there. Like they just have no concept, like how little concept they have of when they get older of any kind of trick thing just shows you about how like, okay, like take away like so much of that verbal development and all that do you think they still have like this drive to trick people like what the fuck is that um it's anyway to be just really stupid too well, let's not put it past that and, you well, know, kids grow- are kids are simultaneously yeah. like they can be they can have like moments of really really like of wisdom i think is more the term yeah they can definitely be capable of like really great wisdom but then no, I just more mean like, you know, you're you're from a school that's like a bunch of, you know, kind of granola parents, like new age thinkers. So it's like they probably didn't really get taught how to lie properly. Like, I'm pretty sure I probably wasn't awesome at lying. It's five, you know, mm. like I was raised by heathens. So like I was probably pretty good at it. You know, I probably would be able to like talk my way out of some shit, you know, not to you, but like to the rest of the class. Those idiots don't know Oh, well, yeah. And that's a, it can be a coping mechanism for sure, too. If like you're in situations where if you do tell the truth the blowback isn't worth it so you can just wager on hoping that like no one actually finds that out later on yeah um but oh, so anyway Lurleen Lumpkin um. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the next oh but uh, the point that I was getting at with that is like honestly like I was thinking like maybe Morange would have just been better off if Homer went with this person that he was clearly like more compatible with and didn't knock up in high school. 
Well, they show it. Isn't that the episode? Where they, is that isn't that this one where it shows that she would become like the vice president or something? Was that this one or was that the yeah that the Lord Lane one? Okay. Yeah, um, he's wearing the sash that says president, and he has a monocle, and they're like spinning a gun. Or no, that's a different one. No, that's, no, no, that's no. robbing the Quickie Mart. No, no, no. this one. It, no, no. They're playing tennis. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ideal, but they don't they they cut to Marge and she's the president, isn't it? They I don't show remember Marge's that. life in that scene too, because it, it isn't it. He's playing tennis with. Isn't he playing tennis with with uh, with Mandy? Mm-hmm. And then don't they cut to Marge and her life is awesome too? Because I, I think Mindy. they have a Marge cut scene. I think the, the the point of that scene was their lives both would be a lot better. Like it's it's uh, uh, yeah yeah terrible for both of them. So yeah, uh, um, t- I so guess yeah, it's just like a darkness that I didn't pick up on. I think there's a lot of like kind of weird subtle darkness like that, and that's something that I like never picked up on until I was rewatching it. Yeah. That they actually probably would both be better off. The kids would be better off. Like, so much of their relationship, like in the previous episode, they, uh, the main reason they talked to the, the Bart's inner child guy, um, which I forget his name, but like that, yeah, whatever. the shyster yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Albert Brooks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I know the character name, but whatever, that guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, but when they talked to him, like, main reason they go is Marge is like worried about her nagging which all of her nagging is is like kind of just calling out Homer being a total idiot like I feel like there's pretty much nothing in it that's unjustified yeah I mean it's unjustified in that like that's the situation you're in so you know there's a certain amount of well what's your nagging doing you're just being irksome it'd be like yelling at Homer for being dumb you know it's like well this isn't going to change anything you know this is we're in a, we're in a, like, yelling her for nagging is dumb, because it's like, that's just the situation. It's just, you're married to a fucking buffoon. Like, what's, what's nagging gonna do? It's, you know, it's just, it, leave. I mean, to both of them. Like, this is horrible. Like, and this was her saying earlier seasons. This mm. family's fucked. Like, go away. Like, dissolve yeah. the fucking relationship. Like, like, Homer, like, you're married to a fucking buffoon, Barge. Like, the guy's a fucking mess. Like, go with the bowling guy. At least he was a smart sleaze back. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, but you got the distinct vibe from that guy that he would have just boned Marge and she would have been SOL. But, um. Oh, better than Homer. <laughs> yeah. But, um. I think that. But, like, that's the thing, though. I think that's still putting the blame on her for just, like, not knowing how to communicate in a way that gets through to him. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's no way to get through him. He's a fucking moron. She's married to an ape. That's, yeah, this is what I'm saying. That her fault is only trying to communicate with an idiot. Is that's her her only fault is thinking you can. It, it it's like thinking a three year old is lying to you. It's like you can't you nothing is going to change this man's behavior because he's it's it's like no come on vicious animal please please don't rip my throat out I'll ask this like you can't do anything like this this it's you can't explain high end concepts to someone that doesn't have the intelligence to understand high end concepts you know yes. But that's like, but then, I mean, like, you're still allowed to have boundaries and whatnot, like, within, like, because I, I, this is me jumping ahead to the last episode again, um, because I had, like, the Homer March dynamic that I love overanalyzing, um, But I forgot where I was going. Well, you're saying allowed to have boundaries, yeah, but you need to have people that understand the concept of boundaries. Like, sure, Marge probably can get that, but... 
she's married to Homer. The man's a, just a drooling simp. Like, mm. he should be dead for his dumb. Like, there's no, this is, the problem is you're trying to ascribe. Well, like, no, he entered adult life with someone to take care of him. So that never happened. He transitioned from being taken care of by his by his father, however absentmindedly, to being taken care of by his wife. But he's still also a giant fucking idiot. I mean, it's established. It's canonical that the band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying, like, he's just been constantly taken care of by people, and um, and even though his father was really absentee and yada yada, like he's that's still technically with someone taking care of him, and um, and also they kind of like. It's it's interesting too when you get older, you start understanding that like when people romanticize fresh out of high school relationships like that, like there's probably there's so much stuff you're you're missing out on. Yeah, I never really understood that whole thing. That that always seemed really sad to me. High school sweethearts that get married that always seemed um, just I don't know, just upsetting. It's like oh that's it's like oh well, you married somebody within ten miles of where you grew up. That's you really put a lot of thought in that. Huh? You know what that reminds me of? It's like, uh, okay, so you know in Candyland? Um, okay, so in the, in the board game Candyland. I mean, I know there's a board game called that. I, yeah. Okay, well, in the board game Candyland, uh, you can, uh, if, if you're like me and you're an asshole sneaky child, um, you can set it up so you win in like three cards because you pick the cards and the cards are different colors and you move to color because it's like you don't even need to read to play Candyland. But anyway, um, with people who I feel like get out a get married straight out of high school, it's as if one of the things you can do is you can take these little bridges that skip across the board. Yeah. So it's like you get to the end of the board game without playing the board game. Yeah. And there's a lot more. There's there's way more to it than that. You're missing out on a lot. Granted, you win. You win early. That's fantastic in itself. However, there's the entire game that you miss out on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, that's, uh, I don't understand the game metaphor you're going with, but, uh, uh, and that's on me. I just, I've never, literally never even seen the board game Candyland. What? I, yeah, I, like, I know there's a board game, but I'm not, per- I'm not being a dick purposely. Like, no, I understand I'm, that too. I just figured that's, like, that was our same time frame. Like. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, not, not to, well, no, I, I'm not being sexist because it's the way I was raised. Uh, uh, that's, that was a girl game. <laughs> oh, so, uh, okay. like going to, um, Let's just, we're basically, we're just going to end up talking about all these episodes at once. So going to the Malibu Stacy episode, I felt bad because it hadn't occurred to me, like, because I've been trying to, it's one of those things that like, um, trying to process the damage of being raised male in America. I was just thinking in that episode, like how fucked it is. We don't pay attention to the fact that like the, one of the intrinsic understory lines is, oh, the, the boy toys are exploding things that stab you in the eye. And I'm like, nah. Wait a second. I literally had that toy at a GI Joe base that shot missiles out. It's like. What the fuck were they teaching me, you fucking psychopaths? So I actually wrote down, that was the only note I had that wasn't from old technology was, because you work with kids, that ki- they don't do that anymore, right? Like, Oh, no, my oh, kids want to fight stuff all the time. No, no, not, no, no. I know, this is one of those things that I, I honestly believe there is an intrinsic male. There's intrinsic male violence. It's just a thing that, ha- like, I think it's whatever. The it's fostered tr- from such an early age that I feel like it's impossible to tell at this time. I, I, um, I even just think nature-wise, like, I think if you're raised feral in the woods, I just, I don't know, I think there's just, but anyway, the point is, beyond that, um, it's more uh, nurturing that side was the part that was like, holy fuck, all my toys taught me to be, like, a violent cunt, and, like, I, I didn't turn out that way. I've never particularly enjoyed violence, but I was like, ugh. And I was just thinking the subtext of that episode was like, uh, not, I mean, not purposely in that episode, it just occurred to me of, like, like, Obviously, the, 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 the female side in that episode is way too accurate and, you know, like, oh, that's, yeah, that's not damaging at all. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, um, 
men are t- are like let's just say boys i guess um even now even in my really progressive preschool like my kids are still like because my my classroom is most is like the vast majority we only have four girls in my whole class yeah. and we have like a ton of boys um out of like 20 on any given day we have like at most four girls um but one of the things you see so clearly is so how no matter how progressive a household like children are raised in yeah. even though that helps like not indoctrinating like you know toxic gender shit like it's just so like entrenched in so many other aspects of like socialization and whatnot that unless you raise like a completely like yeah. isolated child from from pop culture and from so many other things it's just gonna happen i can't count the times i've had parents like kind of sheepishly tell me like yeah he just really likes trucks well that's and like or like well, she just we tried we tried especially more so with girls because i have girls like i think um it seemed like a lot of feminine things are seen seen as like more shameful which like is interesting when you really think about it because like what's more shameful um constantly fighting or liking dresses and princess stuff well i think that's the 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 shame thing is almost replaced with demure which is not the best word for it but i just remember there was just uh basically there was a thing with apes like uh, that's just popped my head i'm like why did i just why do i have apes in my head and i'm like oh yeah it's not feral wolves it was apes they gave toys to baby apes and literally the boy apes went to the trucks and guns and the girl apes went to the dolls like like obviously they weren't watching tv it was just and it obviously wasn't 100 percent, but like it was statistically uh, uh a significant amount i was like oh that's fucked but um there's this uh, uh, English comedian that I really like, Sandy Toxvig, and she's a she's a, a lesbian, you know, a married to a lady, and she adopted a whole bunch of kids. Not a whole bunch, you know, three, you know, more than one. Mm. But she, she was raising the kids without guns, the boy without guns. And then just, it, she, she describes it as, out of nowhere, he just goes, ha! And starts defending himself against enemies that are coming at him. And then at some point just picks up a stick and starts going like, bruh, 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 like trying to shoot things. Because it just, doesn't matter. There's this intrinsic kind of, and that's where the, the monkey thing popped in my head. I'm like, I really think there's some kind of intrinsic kind of brain chemistry involved. Of, I just, like, kinda, I, yeah. think it, I think, I mean, it's, it's not the whole thing, obviously, but. Yeah. I think it's just really impossible to truly tell because it, it's, you'd have to be raised in such a vacuum. And I think like, which would be, you know, alternating and damaging in itself in order to truly know. And well, like, again, because like cultures across the world have very similar things, you know, you, yeah. it's not, I don't know any cultures off the top of my head that the males are intrinsically like the demuring side, which I know that's, it's, it's hard to tell because, you know, let's face it, you know, one side's been kind of running shit for a bit. So it's, you know, but I mean, in, in cultures where it's like severely male oriented or the ones that are slightly more equal, it seems like, there seems to be a, it skews that way. And like, I think that, um, what I've noticed, what I've noticed from like watching kids is, and like what I've just kind of thought about was that a lot of that, oh, the Ninja Turtles fight, the Power Rangers fight, which it make, yeah. which is weird because that sounds 90s and dated, but kids still care about that. Um, well, Ninja Turtles is still on the air, I think. Yeah, the new one's pretty good. Nickelodeon, yeah, I never watched pretty it. good. Just, I'm I into mean, it. I know there's a movie that just came out. So Except for uh, the old voice of Raphael is the voice of Donatello, and that's extremely jarring. Uh, I don't know if I remember it well enough, but yeah. Anyway, um, so um, 
But, yeah. but one of the main messages that sends boys is you don't need to rely on your emotional intelligence or your social intelligence to solve problems. You have a way to solve problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The other side. It's like Girls it's, don't get that message. Yeah. You get the other message. You get the, the um, you know. Let's go home and bake a cake so the boys will like us or whatever that line is. Not yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. like if you think about I'm, I'm, it's, uh, it's hard for me because I like uh, uh, like for a more contemporary example, even like the new uh, like uh, My Little Pony and all that crap. That's like the new one that people are. Yeah, probably I, I, know what I know what he says. I've not seen Yeah, it. like in Friendship and Magic or whatever, um, which I've only seen like the first season of. I'm not like a brony or anything. But um, but in that they still like i think there's like a little bit of fighting but it's more outsmarting and outwitting and then like coming to mutual agreements about about conflict yeah and that's like what a lot of television aimed at at young girls is about which i think like which is fantastic but the flip side of that is that as you see and <laughs> to bring it back to the simpsons um to a degree is that Women are led at such an angry, like such an early age, at such a young age, to rely on like empathy and emotional intelligence and etc. to solve problems where like boys have lasers. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I get what you're saying. I don't agree wholeheartedly, but like I agree enough that it doesn't really matter. I just I, I think it's more toxic than what you're describing because it's not empathy and emotional intelligence is actually ascribing I think too much good value. I think I think they're uh, the destruction of women is a little bit more <laughs> full than that. At least, like, I don't think it, it like, like the, like the Malibu Stacey stuff is literally based on a talking Barbie doll from, I think, while we were alive. Like, yeah. you're saying, so it's like, that's, that's not reliance on empathy. But there was and, a Barbie that held a bike that had a book that said dieting and her dieting book. And there was another one where she said, like, math class is hard. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's like what you're saying, but it's probably slightly true. I mean, it's, Broadly true, but I think it's far more toxic. I, I don't think it's really even teaching empathy and sympathy, which would be, those are actually probably positive things. Like in the same way, like teaching men to be like uh, uh, kind of forward and problem solving, those are good if you don't teach it with a gun in their hand. Like, like the idea of being like an impetus based problem solver that takes things like on their own and solves problems, those are all good traits. You know, but, you know, when those problems are based around, you know, shooting villains, well, no, but the, the idea of I need to solve a problem, I'm going to take charge of something. These are mm. good concepts. It's, you know, that's the yin and the yang thing. Like those are, these are both good things to have. It's just, you know, a killing, killing, um, you know, uh, uh, Cobra uh, is not great. You know, you're murdering people. Well, cause that was, that was more about using, um, using physical tools instead of using mental tools or emotional tools. And, um. I think the thing about that, though, is like the, the reason that that I feel like that inequality sort of pops up is because like it doesn't matter how how much of a depth of female or, or like y things aimed at young younger at girls like, or, you know, like children who are girls. Yeah. Um, none of that gets like it doesn't get the default status that things aimed at boys get because the things aimed at boys take up so much more space that it diminishes 
like the other like female oriented media. Does that make sense? Do you understand? Do you follow me? Yeah, no, no, I do. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Like, I just, I just think the the female stuff is more is is also quite toxic as well. Like, it's the oh, it definitely yeah. is. This is me putting a really positive spin on it because, like, I honestly. I don't remember all that much of it. Like I remember, remember like, I think like it's been a couple drunken times where I've showed you we've been playing like NES, and I'm like, oh man, this Barbie game was so good. And then like we start playing it, and I'm like, this Barbie game sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. just like one of the only games that I felt like was really an act. There were some good things in that game, but I, I just felt like that uh, since it was, I was so desperate for something that was aimed at me in that way. That I just ate it up. Yeah. Even though I had... Oh, I had a girl play that game. Uh, she was like four on my birthday. Uh, it's like my friend's daughter came over and tried playing Barbie because she was like, oh, you have a Barbie game. And I'm like, yeah, play the Barbie game. And it was it was a mess. Um, but I see that with my kids. My boys play... They play pop cultural things because they have so much pop culture aimed at them. And the girls, the girls tend to play like more abstract things and more fluid things. Yeah. Is there, is that still true that there's more like, because the little kid stuff that I don't see a lot of, but little kid stuff I see seems to be all pretty gender equal. Like it seems like every show is like a little boy and a little girl going on adventures together. Like it seems to be, I mean, I, I, well, I don't know. Don't see one of the most, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. actually, I had a really great conversation with my kids today because like one of my, the oldest girl in my class, uh, was talking about how she saw the new Star Wars and I was like, yeah, isn't Ray great? And she's like, yeah, Ray is great. And I'm like, yeah. And like Princess Leia is a general Leia. And she's like, and she's like, what's a general? And I'm like, oh, it's like kind of like being a boss in the army. And, um, then we were talking about, I think, like, what is it? Rogue's Rogue, whatever, the new, yeah, new I don't one. Know the, name of it. Yeah. the next Star Wars yeah. that's going to come out. Red, that it, Red Rogue, Rogue Squad, something like Rogue that. Yeah. So, Rogue okay. Squadron? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we we're talking about that. And I was like, isn't it great that there's more girls in Star Wars? And like, the girl agreed with me, and another, and a boy agreed with me, which is rare because like, some of the most popular things that my kids are into, there's maybe one or two token girls in them. Like, you probably know nothing about Ninjago. I barely know anything about it. It's, like, Lego ninja crap. But there is, like, there is a girl. She's not in... I haven't seen her in any of the books that my kids brought around. I haven't seen the, her represented in any way oh, in okay, any yeah. of the crap that I've seen from Ninjago, which is, like, kind of a lot at this point. Yeah, they, I obviously don't know much about the kids stuff. But anytime I see kids stuff, it seems to be... Some kind of chibi-looking guy and a gal standing next to each other. So um, it's like, I, I don't, you know, obviously I don't know. I'm, not, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have kids and and I'm, I'm not creepy. So I, yeah. I <laughs> well, it's also weird because like I, I had a weird epiphany about this the other day. Um, just real quick, uh, <laughs> that you can't rely. Like literally, no young boy or whatever is going to ever be like. Oh yeah, it's no fair. There's no girls in it. They're not wired that way. They're ego like children yeah. are extremely egocentric. They're not going to think outside of themselves, and that just gets fostered from an early age because they don't need to. Fo- they don't need to like like kind of pander to any kind of inclusivity. So they don't. So by the time kids would start to develop, to maybe even start to develop a sense of inclusivity, they don't bother because they haven't needed to for such a long time. Yeah. 
I was just trying to think when I was a kid watching all girl stuff. I don't think I ever really thought, oh man, there needs to be a guy in that. But I guess because all the other shit was all guys, so it's not like a really. Yeah. I guess, like, we're also, talking about like, oh, I... there's four girls in Star Wars now. Yeah, like, but to be fair, I'm also like just like the least masculine kid ever. So it's not like, <laughs> it's, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sitting there rocking a fucking cutoff t-shirt, you know, like, like, yeah, let's go kick some ass. You know, it's, I, I watched my fair share of gem and the holograms. <laughs> so um so back to this episode yeah. um uh i'm just saying this just ringworm the should, other nra nra what was that what was he that should have fucked her i'm just saying i just he could have he should have she was totally hot well that's like she the whole point though no, no matter how stupid homer is like he's supposed to be deep down good and cheating on his on his poor sick wife like you know, would would have clashed would have clashed with his like base alignment, really. You know, you're a hundred percent right, but come on, she was so totally hot. <laughs> like it was just she's all like she's all into him. She was so perfect. It's just like, oh come on, just go go run with her. Let's let's, let's end the show. <laughs> Season five. Done. <laughs> well that like uh, well uh, well do you feel though, like say if you were in a long term committed relationship and someone way better for you came along, would you go for it? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's not applicable because I, I, I mean, I tend to, uh, well, one, try to avoid long-term relationships with someone that I'm not, uh, good with, you know, so it's, there's, there's that. I, I, it's one of my few positives of the dating world is that I don't get myself stuck in shitty relationships for a long time. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think I think if it was in a functional relationship, if someone, uh, you know, quote unquote better came along, I wouldn't because if the relationship I'm in is good already, you know, if it's OK, if it's good, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if something amazing comes along, then no, that's bullshit. That's, you know, that's, uh, you know, uh, just egotistical and shitty and, you know, uh, destructive of people around you. But if you're in like a, you know, a shit stain of a relationship and then like somebody perfect comes along, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, original relationship. But that's also everybody's fault for being involved in that because mm-hmm. why are we in the shitty ass relationship? You know, like this is, this is a mistake all around and I'm glad that a catalyst came in to end this fucking farce before we find out we're 65 and just waiting for the other person to die. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Homer's mom. Learn from her. Get the fuck away. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they always painted her as weird and selfish. Which, I mean... No, I don't think so. She was like a revolutionary. Did she? Well, no, Oh, yeah. She was on the lamb for a yeah. really long time. And then she came back and, you know, we found out more about Grandpa. I think I think, I think everybody was in agreement that, like, yeah, good call, lady. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, she could have taken him. I feel like. Probably, but, um... Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I guess it's not like, yeah, it's not like she didn't know that Abe Simpson was a pile of garbage, so it's, yeah. Yeah, she knew he was shitty. She, like, knew how shitty he was and then left her son with him, um, to be raised alone. Yeah. But, uh, because I also feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, do you feel, do you feel like, I mean, I don't feel like your political aspiration should overshadow your responsibility to your child. Like, you know, when you're taking a major part in the creation of a human being, I think that should take precedent over many, many things. One of which is going on like a college level sort of 
blowing up germ clinic kick or whatever she was doing. Yeah. But, you know, it just, I was just more thinking like she's just married to this just, just, just dud. So it's just, yeah, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, you should have taken the kid with you, though. That's a good point. What? Definitely yeah. should have taken the kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, figure something out. I was out. just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, ugh. What yeah, a, yeah. What a, what a mistake both of you made. Yeah, I mean, they have that, that one episode where they go back, where they have like the hippie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they go back, and you see that she missed him and all that, and she like could have done something. She could have, I don't know, something could have been figured out. Yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? Uh, um, tired of jokes about my giant hand. <laughs> it's one of those things that makes me crack up, No, like, no matter what, I'll just think of it out of nowhere. What's that? And just lose my composure. The giant hand. Where uh, Mindy. I have to tell you, like, surely. I thought you said, I'm tired of jokes about a vagina. No, my giant hand. I didn't, I you kind of trailed off, or, or, or maybe I just didn't hear the end of that. I thought you said vagina. I'm like, where the fuck is their vagina joke? Yes, mm. that is, that is, uh, I thought that was quite a funny joke. Uh, apparently, uh, Matt Groening hated that joke, according to the commentary track. Well, I, I understand why Matt Groening hated so many of the things that they did in The Simpsons. Like, as funny as it is and so as good as it is, I think a lot of this direction paved the way for shit Simpsons that we have now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this worked really well when people who are uh, really good writers were at the reins, but they left and it sucks. Yeah. I mean, also, there's just, you know, how much can you deal with, like, one setup? You know, it's one family. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's, You've got to run out of ideas at some point. So, you know, you kind of have to loosen the reins a little bit on the reality of the show. Yes. I agree with you. I also forgot totally about the solar energy, uh, like, booth that they set up. Oh, yeah. Killed that guy. Yeah. Talking about people who getting, like, you know, casually killed in The Simpsons. Um, but... Like outside of it's weird. I also think it's funny how they okay they try, sort of try to make Homer seem like in a weird way that like sort of the victim, not even the victim. That's not the right term. I think, but they try to make it more sympathetic that he would want to wander off, and that didn't even really work for me. It just kind of played off as like Homer's a jerk, his like wife is sick, and his son has weird health crap that only happens in this episode and is never mentioned again. And he, he like, wanders from the people who have supported him despite all of his horrible shit. Like, he thinks about wandering. Yeah, no, it's, sure, you know, uh, he's not a good human. It's one of those things where it's like... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they just kind of pandered it up a little bit this episode because it's a good storyline, but, you know, it's, uh, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I, I did like that one joke of where, where his shirt pops open. With Marge's face, and then you hear that vacuum cleaner. That's a fucking clever joke. Oh, I love that. I also love. Uh, what do they say? Uh, I got I got a discount because it smudged my eye. Yeah, and I also love how like Bart is like covered in weird medication, and Marge is sick. At least it's just herself. <laughs> yeah. Um. This just popped my head too. Oh, so the other thing I wrote down because we were talking about the Mar- Malibu Stacy episode, um, she references Steve Austin as somebody she used to date. Do you know what that reference is? No. Okay. What's funny is that I think people slightly older than you 
or maybe probably your age would, would think they're referring to there's the wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was clearly not that. Okay, yeah. Oh, good. I, so, I, I, I like, I, so, that came okay. up, but that wouldn't have been so, it. Okay, so you know that. Okay, that's a, that's always more of the thought process of if, if people would think it was him. Now, there was a, I think it was called the Six Million Dollar Man or the Million, Six Million Dollar <gasps> Man. Yes, I need to stop fantasizing. <laughs> yeah, Steve Austin is, is the name of the character. Yeah. Um, I just, when that came up, I'm like, oh, I wonder if people like now think that's the wrestler guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that that's really great. Um, it's interesting, and and you're. I feel like I don't remember this episode being called Springfield on the the FX app. Springfield with a dollar sign instead of an S. Is that the casino one? Yeah, yeah, I think it was called something else as well. Uh, how I learned to stop, or how I learned to love legalized gambling, or something. It's like some doctor, not Doctor Strange love thing. Yeah. I think it is called something else in other in other places. I think I've seen it referenced as that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I was confused when yeah. I was looking at the. I because I'm looking at the 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 pamphlet from the DVDs. That's the one with the where they uh, Mr. Burns Casino and Marge gets the gambling problem. Oh, that one is so good. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Uh, I, the 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 best part in that is Homer taking care of the kids and then thinking that there's boogeyman or men a boogeyman or men in the house, but. Somebody has her mom. Yes, I call him Gamblor. And he's got your mother <laughs> in his evil neon claws. Oh, he's so trapped your mother yeah. in his neon claws. Yeah. yeah. There is a monster here. Also, Robert Goulet. Vera said that? Like, like fucking slaughters me every time. Mm. Um, what are you going to do? Open your own casino in your treehouse? <laughs> I'd like <laughs> to see that. Also, oh, did you, like, in the way beginning, and this is, like, one of those tiny side gags, was that, uh, when they're talking about, or when uh, Jasper and a- and Abe are, like, talking about old, like, kind of, like, remembering old Springfield, they they walk past a vinegar parlor. And also, Crazy Texan is brought up in this episode, and he's a senator. And I think this is, like, the only time he's mentioned as a senator. Nah, he's a senator elsewhere, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not, no, I, that's not his character every time, but I think he's been a senator before. I think in the, um, Lisa goes the, a good Lisa goes the Washington or whatever the fuck that episode is, I think. Is he in No, that? you know what? No, maybe it's just another Southern. I think they've done another, I think they've done Southern senator with a cowboy hat before. I don't think, I don't think it actually was crazy Southern guy, like the. Yosemite Sam style guy that we've come to know and love. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, that's the crazy Texan um, who you only see or like, you know, who just becomes a nonsense character later. The rich Texan. Yeah. But it says like right here, he holds two guns at once. Um, Oh, and they mentioned he's actually from Connecticut, too. I wonder where they got that idea from. <laughs> now, I was just looking for his... Yeah, his very first appearance is in that episode. Okay, yeah. Springfield I... or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Legalized Gambling. Yeah, I think, there's anoth- I think there's been another Southern senator in the show previous to that. I'm sh- I think I so, see, yeah. Like, I have a strong memory of there being a Southern-accented senator or congressman previous to that but yeah i guess it wasn't it wasn't that guy yeah. i also like 
I've seen, I think, I forget where it is. I think it's in Canada, in Toronto, maybe, or something. Uh, there's a bar that has the, the couple Simpsons cocktails, like hoity toity Simpson cocktails, and one of them's like, uh, single plum floating in perfume served in a man's hat. Yeah. And they really need to make one that's Tom Collins, Tom Collins mix cloves in a pie crust. <laughs> Uh, that yeah. episode also features uh, one of my favorite side plots of Bonte Burns turning into Howard Hughes. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, the, where where they do the close up on Burns's germs and say, and then the germs say that the Masons control the government or whatever. Yeah, like oh, it's just that's that made me happy, especially this. So that episode was came out in like what, like ninety? Uh, this is season five, so like ninety four, ninety five. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a like the proliferation of Masonic ninety three. Oh, 93. Wow. Okay. So proliferation of Masonic conspiracy, not nearly as much as it was now. So I was a, I was a weirdo conspiracy theorist back then and hearing in like a, a regular person show reference Freemasonry. It's like, holy fuck. Like this is, that was crazy. <laughs> Again, much like touch, touch tone phones. I mean, it's just a, a thing. No one will understand that that was a, that was a thing back then. I also hate like, this is another example of like just, Really, really explicitly gaslighting Marge and be like, when, like, as everyone expects her to be against the casino. And then later, Homer is like, oh, and you hated the idea of the casino. And she's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, I think I brought this up when you were explaining gaslighting that time was I think that was just the episode I referenced where Homer remembers himself with bulging muscles and Marge is like octopus arms and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no there's no denying that. Like, he literally says, no, I have a I have a photographic memory. And then, you know, cuts to there. Yeah, yeah, eh, it's emotional abuse. But, um, and then he, like, he uses that one lapse in her, her judgment and that one weakness, because as, like, we mentioned before, they tried to use yeah, nagging. That's such, that's such a funny, funny run, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because I have a group, yeah, yeah, I may drink a lot, but you've got a gambling problem. Oh, no, it's definitely <laughs> funny. It's definitely funny. And I'm yeah. not saying that I would change it. I just I think just, that, like, seeing, yeah, 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 other dimensions of it is worthwhile. Um, no, I just that was that yeah. was one of those ones. I actually had that thought of like, no, nah, I can't even focus on it being like emotionally like wrong, just because it's just too funny of a run of just Homer listing off is just incredible fuck ups. <laughs> but you've got a gambling problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I wish I could remember like what exact line they are, but um, you keep but then he over. like. What? You talk, I'll look. Okay. Um, <laughs> it came up on there. But, like, it's like a video that wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> I was looking at, sometimes I, when I look at my notes, and my notes are just Simpsons quotes, and I, like, in, reflexively just, like, kind of cackle at them a little bit. Um, but... I, I don't know. I just feel like I've been in, uh, like, I was in an abusive, like, relationship that was, like, primarily, like, emotionally abusive for, like, a year. And that was, like, one of the main things that person would do. And it drove me fucking crazy. It was just, like, any, any time I showed, like, the littlest bit of having a flaw in any degree or any, you know, in, in any way, like, that was used to completely justify the huge laundry list of shit that one person that person did and like 
you just it resonates dif- differently once you once you've experienced that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, I I I I agree. I just have a I I suppose you know I, I, you know but you don't have to you know you don't have to answer this for but um what why didn't you just leave? That's like I know that sounds glib, but like I, why didn't you just leave? Oh well, that relationship very specifically alternated from being like really really fantastic to being like horrible and just every day-to-day moment was just a gamble on which that thing would be i guess you could say i had a gambling problem but um we can't say that. <laughs> and we lived together and that was awkward and and I think I think it's like when you're when you're with somebody who alternates from being wonderful and support and not even supportive, I think, but like that, like being really wonderful and seemingly like really like congruent to what you want, not necessarily perfect, but at least congruent to what you really want. That you want to hope that like maybe one day they're just going to that the flip the switch will flip in your favor more so. You know, yeah, I, I, I guess. I, I mean, no, I don't. But also, I'm perennially alone. So, I mean, my 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 mistakes go the other way, in which I probably leave too readily. So, I suppose I can inverse my natural inclination to sort of understand the other side. But uh, it is difficult for me to it, my my natural inclination is to just bounce. You know, so it's not to say that that's better because you know, look at me, I'm a fucking mess and. I don't remember <laughs> what it's like to feel the touch of a person, but uh, you know, less abusive slightly, except for, for to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Someone shoot me. <laughs> uh, no, like that was like a major aspect of it was just like thinking that like, well, hopefully I'd be wrong or doing weird mental and emotional gymnastics to like justify that behavior in any way, and etc. But uh, so, did you find that Simpsons quote? Yes, it's uh, I'm Idaho. Oh, this is a <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that part is so good. I'm not a state. I'm a monster. No, uh, Lillian, that's what you told me to look up. Remember? I have a perfect memory, and you told me to look up the Idaho. Oh, comment. my God. Um, <laughs> Alex. Well, you've got a gaslighting problem. You know, Marge, <laughs> you know, Marge, for the first time in our marriage, you can finally look down my nose at you. You have a gambling problem. That's true. Will you forgive me? Oh, sure. Remember when I got caught stealing all those watches from Steers? Sears? Well, that's nothing because you've got a gambling problem. <laughs> and remember when I left that escape when I left that escape lunatic in the house because he was dressed like Santa Claus? Well, you have a gambling problem. Yeah. Uh, Homer, when you forgive someone, you can't throw it back at them like that. Oh, what a jip. <laughs> no offense to uh, our, our our traveler stroke. Um, the Roma, but Roma um, community. Yeah. <laughs> I love any illusion, by the way, like on a lighter note, of allusions to Homer's bizarre life that you don't see on camera or any of their lives oh, yeah, off yeah. camera. Yeah, all the all the like kind of weird shit that happens in the uh like Homer apparently at some point has studied a lot about the Supreme Court justices, like all these yeah, I like the I like the kind of like fleshed out like but the, on a numerous occasion he's shown really advanced knowledge of the Supreme Court system. 
for yeah. some reason. Like, it just, I love that. Like, cause at some point he was sitting there reading. Uh, it's just, it's fun. Oh, yeah. we have fun. Yeah. And actually, and I love those glimmers of intelligence because it, it, it makes everything else make more sense to at least have some kind of faith in that there is like intelligence somewhere there. Yeah, you just got to pull the crayon out. <laughs> Vera said that? <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Oh, man, Bob's Burgers like totally ripped that episode off now that I think about it. Um, That's a show. You haven't seen that? Nope. What the hell? Bob, well, I don't know. Bob's Burgers is the closest thing to early Simpsons that exists on television. Yeah, people say that. Like, uh, well, but it's not, but it's the earliest thing to Bob's Burgers, except it's not like, it, it's it's more predicated on like a hap, uh, not dysfunction, but just like. But like, like a, like a burger joint. I don't, I haven't seen the show. Uh, how have you never seen it? Because like, it's, it's a cartoon show that came out when I was a full ass adult. I don't know. Um, but Bob's, well, they have an episode where the, the kids open a, a nuclear power plant? No, a casino in the basement. Yeah. Um, oh no, Bob's Burgers captures the warmth of early Simpsons really well. And it's actually like, there's, a, there's aspects of it that are a lot better. I'm not going to say it's across the board better because that's not as much as I love Bob's Burgers. It's not true. But it's just it's done with it's done with warmth and um, it's not cringy the way that The Simpsons can be, as far as like you know Homer's gaslighting and just being an abusive oaf and yada yada, like it just yeah. I, that's the thing is I don't find it cringy. It's it's comedy. It's, it's yeah like, yeah. If that was a real human, I uh, that yeah that would be. But uh, it's a cartoon man made of made of lines and and, and color. It's so no, it's not, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's not like it's not going. Hey, kids, you know this guy that we really want you to act like. It's not like he's like some handsome genius surgeon that's gaslighting someone. I would find that cringier, you know. No, I understand <laughs> that, and I and I, I logically understand that. Yeah. I just think that, like, you know, I've, I've um, is it is that part of getting older? Is it just like you you lose your ability to find? humor and things where it's not attached to anything else i mean if you actually want an answer i just think i just think you're overly sensitive about this stuff and you take things way too literally uh you do it like words just they're just they're just they're just air being vibrated and it's not like there's no essential value it's 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 the meaning behind it and the creators of the simpsons are are purveyors of, of gaslighting culture saying this is the way you should treat that's this not is, what i'm saying either no, i know but like, yeah but why would you be offended by something that's obviously not doing like it's not gaslighting marge doesn't exist these are intelligent people in a writing room by by multi-million dollar yeah. performers <laughs> no like, i understand idea, that and like idea. i think my point though isn't that i don't even like necessarily agree with the term offensive as much as like i like i can just find personal i like on a on a personal level this is not not on a like a preachy level or anything like that i can find aspects of it like personally sort of hurtful like from a broader personal standpoint does that make sense yeah it does i just i just don't take those things personally like there's stuff that like 
like you know like i have really low esteem i have severe body dysmorphia like issues like i i could you don't, i run for pictures like i don't i fucking hate the way i look but if someone makes a joke about that i, I did at no point do i go oh that makes me think of the things that i feel it's just they said a funny thing on a cartoon show that i like yeah so like if they, if they name exact symptoms that i go through like trigger 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 it's the, i don't it's just it's it's a cartoon like it's not dang that it's a cartoon it could be a drama it's it's that's the point of art like that's that's what like you know if if you're a suicidal person you don't you don't you know listen to to be or not to be and consider killing yourself like it's still it's mm. a beautiful meditation on the concept of life or death and the continuance or the absence of friends after they're gone it's not it's it, you know it's it's not you know, an immediate set. So yeah, I, I shouldn't compare it to fucking Shakespeare, but maybe I could. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 compare to the Simpsons to Shakespeare. I mean, it's, I mean Shakespeare is kind of written for the schlubs back then. It's just where, you know, we've romanticized it, but most of Shakespeare's dick jokes, if we actually knew the original context. Oh yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's only kind of modern times that are like, Oh, look at this, the ball, this fancy, most of it's all just like farting dick jokes, just, you know, but we make it all fancy. But anyway, uh, no, I like, I get, I, I get it. I just, I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just think you don't feel it. You get it, but don't feel it. I don't, I just, I don't think it's healthy to have that reaction. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just words. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's art. I mean, it's, I don't know to find it. I think we all have our, we, we all have things that, you know, aren't healthy emotional reactions, but you can't help that any better. I mean, yeah, I guess. you know, again, this is probably my overstriving. That's why miserable nature is that I don't, I don't cotton to things that I don't like. If something, if I'm doing something weird, I'm gonna work on it, like fixing it. So, like, if I was getting offended by, you know, a TV show or whatever, or whatever, anything. Like, what was what's something that I've like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, like severe problems, like uh, social anxiety about uh, the way that my head works. Like, instead of just going, well, that's the way it's gonna be for the rest of my life. I worked on it and not to say that I succeeded, but, you know, kept going. So like the idea of something that gives me pleasure, giving me pain at the same time, based on my own kind of wonkiness, it's just, I, I will, I work on fixing my wonkiness. Now, again, obviously this isn't a good choice because look at my life. I'm not, like, please don't think I'm saying, no, look at me. Johnny's successful over here. I just, you know, I'm describing my own form of fuck up this. You know, no, and, just, I, and I like that. a different direction. I feel like, uh, like in many, many ways, we're just like, you know, two sides of the same coin that way. It's like, whereas I'm just sort of like, man, well, if I stopped engaging in pop culture that did that to me, I pretty much have Steven Universe left. Like... Um, it's easier for me to like analyze and file that away in like, like I, I feel like I have like a lot of like pop culture things where I have like my little like mental like problematic file. It just goes in the problematic file. I can take it out and talk about it and yeah. then I can put it back. Like uh, that, that goes with like a, a certain degree of privilege of not having it hurt me that much. Or as much, you know, I'm just like looking at it and seeing how it could be like way like more harmful on a bigger level to different people. But like, yeah, just the yeah. entire idea of that being harmful just bothers me because it's it's not meant in that way. And to take it that way is to kind of it's just kind of it, it's it's admitting that the thing that's beating you is winning. And that just bothers me. like to have mm-hmm. to have something like The Simpsons like trigger you on like an actual emotional, like a damaging level 
feels like you're letting your damage win and that that's like no fight harder like it's like it's it's i don't know i just feel like that's letting the villain win you know like to ch- to to change the channel or to try to change culture based on what you're offended by i think that makes the offense the actual offensive stuff win you know that that makes the the like Anytime, like, anytime a word starts getting, like, uncomfortable, I know there's some, like, I'm certainly not an advocate for, like, but anytime a word starts to get, like, you know, kind of this zeitgeisty thing where, like, oh, this is the thing to be offended by this week, that's confusing actual, like, hate with people using a word, and Mm. that I think is incredibly, like, I think it's shitty because I think it's giving power to actual hate, because, like, you're not, you're no longer looking at anything real. You're now looking at symptomatic or usage points instead of an actual thing. So instead of like, I, I'm only using gaslighting here because it happens to be the thing we referenced. Like, instead of looking at like, instead of, instead of me thinking about gaslighting, I think about all the times that like, now my stupid idiot people on Twitter use it wrong constantly. Or, you know, like saying like, like, like a cartoon guy's doing it. I know obviously we're not saying that, but like, it's, it's we're now no longer now it's no longer like an actual thing like it's like uh like like how people got black lives matter wrong where it's like no you're doing it no stop no now you're looking at a hashtag now we're not looking at the problem anymore oh you see look what you did now we're arguing about a fucking hashtag and we're not looking at the actual issue anymore you know where what do you mean like in the in the like the context of like people who just respond with all lives matter or or anything like just the fact that now we're now having the conversation about a hashtag instead of a fucking dead dude like we should be talking about it you killed a guy. Like, that's what we should be talking about. We're talking, literally, we're talking about a hashtag instead of a, like, so the, the, the thing gets shifted and people, you know, and now it's like, oh, look, we're not even talking about the real thing anymore. And it becomes this kind of, this game of like, oh, who said the offensive thing this week? And, you know, who used this word this time? Or it's like, it's not what's happening. You know, it's, it's anyway, it just. So you, yeah. you like how it detracts from like bigger. Yeah. The actual issue. We end up in, in, having like a. There's a new Gingrich quote today that, you know, he's a world-class asshole forever. He actually made this, like, kind of good quote about how, like, it took me a really long time to figure it out, but they finally slammed it through my head that, like, as, like, a fucking average normal white guy, I can't understand what's going on in the black community. Like, I just... New Gingrich said that? Yeah. No, but you know the argument? Vera said that? No. <laughs> you know the people start saying? He's like, oh, so America is just white people now? That's normal America? It's like, you asshole! This guy's been a prick for 50 fucking years what he meant was people that do, like that are outside of a community. It it takes a while to understand. Stop! But oh, great! Now we're not talking about it anymore. Now we've got there was a revelation from one of the world's biggest pricks, and now we're having an argument about the phrasing he used. Yeah. And now we're no, literally the the entire. Po- oh wait! So if you had a dream, that means it's not real. Okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. Your entire speech is bullshit. You know, it's it's fuck you. Stop it. You know, if he didn't, no, say, I if he didn't say four score, you know, if he just said 80, I think a lot more people would understand it. No, I, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I like, I also, it, it's hard to find that ground between, um, I feel like sometimes call it, call it culture, I feel like can definitely sometimes like divert attention from like, other certain things when it's applied when it's applied badly you know like um and it it can detract from the conversation because it creates side conversation sometimes like yeah and um 
I think that's a lot of the arguments are over that instead of the actual conversation. You know, we argue over the side conversation instead of the thing. Like, yeah, like we shouldn't be having an argument about bathrooms with the trans community. That's why we, we shouldn't have a bathroom conversation. We should have an equality conversation. But now we're arguing about a bathroom. Do you see how we're now that many steps away from the actual conversation we should be having? Like, oh, America has has this thing where inexplicably the church and the state are interwound and then tax problems are involved with uh, with marriage rights. So let's have a false argument about gay marriage rights. We, we sh- no, straight people shouldn't get married by the government. Why is the government in, why is there taxes involved in religion? What the fuck mm. is happening here? And then we, I don't, we're like, holy shit, equality. Yes, but it should be equality of the, why is, why are we ignoring the fact that we've got a government system based on a church? That like, mm-hmm. And then we stop talking about that and now it's forgotten. It's like, well, what the fuck? And it's like, oh, equality for trans people. Like, instead of talking about like, hey, you know, maybe we should have like extra ticks on the, uh, on the tax form and accept them as human beings and give an option. No, let's argue about a bathroom. No, now we're not talking about the actual thing anymore. Now we're talking about some stupid symptom and fucking racist people in the South are going to pass dumb law. Sorry. Just annoys me. No, I just think that like, like, that's the thing though, is that the symptoms are like, that's like, those are really like the bat that that's extremely valid. And I think that just sort of not seeing the forest or the trees kind of thing a little bit, like, do you understand? Like, yeah, no, I I get it. It's just the 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 concept. I just think the 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 it's it's satire on a fundamental level. So to try to hold, like obviously Homer and the family uh, in various degrees are are again they'd be terrible humans. They they would all they should all well. Okay, other than other than Lisa, they should all probably have life sentences in prison. Like after <laughs> after the events of this uh, of this show. Well, Marge did shoot those antique cans. Yeah. Well, I think didn't Marge? I, th- I, I thought yeah, maybe Marge. You no, know, Marge probably has doesn't deserve huge. Pres- I was thinking she shot somebody at some point, or poisoned some. Didn't she do some? I thought she did some kind of fucked up thing. And but that might be later season nonsense. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of no. She was a cop for a second, wasn't she? Yeah. That's probably what I'm thinking of. All right. So just so just uh just so just uh, uh Homer Bard and Maggie would have life sentences. I mean, I know she's a baby, but she, she has murdered multiple people, but no, it's, it's fine. Like it's, it's fine to have the conversation, but to feel like the, to it's, it's the idea, like it, it almost goes back to the trigger warning thing. It's like trigger warnings. I think were a really great idea. And I think there's still are a great idea, but when they get thrown in front of a Simpsons episode where it's like, well, now we can't, now it's not, our, now it's not like a serious thing. Cause it's, it's a Simpsons episode, you know, like there's, there's, you know. Why not though? I mean, like what, what's that's what actually. Saying, it takes the weight away from the, that's, that's what I'm saying. We're now no longer talking about an issue. We're talking about a silly thing instead of something. That uh, I weight. don't know. Yeah. I disagree. I just think it's like really not my place to judge. Like if a few, if, if some people are, if, I don't know, if some people are really like bothered and hurt by something, I feel like just bringing up that it exists in something is not a big deal. I'm not saying the bringing it up. I'm saying the actual getting triggered by it is is more of a sign of. It's not the fault of the art. It's it's you know, and it's not the fault of the person that had something wrong done to them. But it does distract from that. So to have the conversation about like the fact that we even have to have a no, I mean I brought it up, but like 
the fact that a trigger warning or a hashtag conversation happens takes away from the thing it's about. You know, I just, I think it's just, it's just kind of a, it's mostly just kind of the media culture we live in where it's, but, yeah, but that's the, the it. art is just, is re- like reflecting how, like, permeated that whole, that everything is by that. No, no, that's fine. No, no. So what I'm saying is to have the conversation about it is probably good and healthy, but to get triggered by it or to like find a fence with it is where the thing goes. It's like, it's like, you know, having art that challenges you. It's like those asshole Christians that are like, yeah, you can't have a Jesus and a cross that's in urine or to that, that weird art guy did in New York a few years back. Like, like, yeah, you can, you can have the conversation, but don't get all offended and try to burn the place down. No, the thing is like, I, I just think that there's nothing wrong about having a heads up about it. And there's nothing wrong about like I also feel like I am in no place to like judge where other people are coming from with that, and like it might be coming from a darker, like a yeah. you know a different thing, and from experience I can't begin to understand. And when you start saying that you can, you can understand someone else's place enough to say it's ridiculous. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's ridiculous. What I'm saying is the 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 focus of the insult is is misplaced. Mm. Is that is that getting insulted by getting insulted by art? You should be insulted by the culture that produced the art. It's kind of is more the overall theme I'm referring to. So it's you know it's a difference between you know um, you know it's it's a difference between you know trying to trying to murder someone that drew up, drew an image of Muhammad or you know uh, getting upset with the world that doesn't accept Islam. You know it, it's yeah you know it's yeah it's, it's you know there there these are two different. Now I know that's probably not you know. But that's kind of the same concept. They're very offended by seeing a picture of Muhammad. Well, good for you. I, 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 sorry, but don't get mad at. I mean, that cartoon wasn't very funny in the first place. But still, you get the <laughs> idea. You know, turban bomb. Yeah, great. That's really clever. You, you did a great job, asshole. <laughs> sorry, I know I shouldn't be. You know, it just also. There's one thing. There's one thing uh, to be like you know dangerous in your art. But how about have the art be good too? Because. Oh, bomb hat. Yeah, great. One of my favorite 1920s of you. One of my favorite jokes in uh the the casino episode. Yeah. Is uh when James Bond is playing blackjack and Homer pulls up the how to play blackjack. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll screw the poker or whatever. Yeah. I like that. I think that um that's again when the cartooniness and the randomness of it. Uh like I, there's just like this weird perfect middle line that I feel like they got to in the season of being random and cartoony, yeah, and like just like just embracing it full on, just re- embracing like the fact that there are no consequences to whatever world they create. Yeah, well, you I know? guess technically you got James Bond killed, but you get James Bond killed in season eight as well. In the <laughs> right. yeah. So like. We should really make a, a list of like how many people the Simpsons have killed. Yeah, uh, on uh, on on the regular podcast, I, I made I made producer Michael watch uh, Citizen Kane, and you know just more to kind of make him aware of how much of the Simpsons is actually just Citizen. Yes, Kane. no, yeah. I know. Yeah. When I watched it in high school, did you ever have that? We- no, we think we talked about that. The weird substitute who always wore the new sneakers. It was like an older dude who wore like brand new sne- brand new basketball sneakers all the time. Uh, well, we watched Citizen Kane, and he insisted on talking about Citizen Kane for like twenty five minutes. We only watched; we didn't watch it for very long. Yeah, but yeah, no. It, when I was watching it, though, like the main thing I was like, "Oh, that Simpsons thing," and that Simpsons thing. Yeah, I I I had seen the movie before I saw the Simpsons, so it was kind of the other way. But uh, re rewatching it was kind of fun because it's like, "Oh shit, that that and that." 
what um um we're at uh one eighteen. All right. I think I feel like we could talk about Homer the Vigilante real fast, maybe. Sure. Because I feel like there wasn't all that much to that episode. Like that's just a, it's a, it's just way more of a silly episode, really. Also, the ending of that is fantastic, and I've always loved the ending of that. I, I'll tell you, I didn't rewatch that one. Um, what what what's what happens at the end? They capture the cat burglar. Um, it's oh, got some, there's some good grandpa in that's this right. episode, and they go though. into that weird mad bad mad bad mad mad world uh, parody. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You crazy kid! You told me this stream was shallow. Yeah, I wonder. No, I've not seen that movie. I just know. I've never seen the movie. I I just knew it was from a movie intrinsically somehow. Like like yeah, you know, it's a movie where you try to. It's like a kind of race for something. You dig up treasure under an X, um, sort of thing. But uh, like I'm vaguely aware of it. But I I uh, I I was actually just thinking that of like, that's got to be fucking weird as shit if you're unaware of that movie at all. But it, yeah, it's and yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It just worked as like as like this weird madcap like Springfield race. It just happened, you know. Yeah, and I think sometimes the Simpsons pick their references like so perfectly that it didn't matter if you didn't know what the reference was fun. It was still from. It was still funny. I would disagree just slightly. It's just that they're really old, and there was only like nine movies before the show came out, so they just <laughs> made the references to the movies that were out. Yeah, there were, there was twelve popular movies before the Simpsons started getting made, and they made fun of all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, one, the the takeaway quote from that is that he was wearing sneakers for sneaking. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said we didn't commit crimes. <laughs> and they also talk about heavy sack beatings are up a whopping like I oh, yeah. That, yeah. Um, the other thing, and this is not from this episode, but I'm gonna not have this note for next week. But the third of my uh, completely uh, uh, references that young people will not get. Homer goes to space episode. Uh, the guy's got the the little what's it called the flapjack a slapjack the thing you knock somebody blackjack blackjack okay. Um, at the, the, at one point in the episode, uh, one of the guys goes, "Where'd you get that?" And he goes, "Oh, uh, sent away for it." Now think about that phrase. Do you know what "sent away for it" means? Mm-hmm. Sent away for it was like uh, send a self addressed stamp envelope with a check for two dollars and fifty cents to Slapjack Corporation. Care yeah, yeah. Hunting. But that's what "sent away for it" means, right? Think about how how narrow of a range between you and how many years younger than you will not understand that reference. Because the internet happens when you're what? Like starts to get like popular enough that you start ordering shit off of. What were you? Nine-ish? No. Uh, I think like I was one of the first people in my family to buy something. I think I was the first person in my family to buy something off the internet. And that was like when I was like 14. Oh, okay. You just You were just late. Yeah. I was ordering because yeah. AOL had like shopping and that was like 94, 95. Like this episode was out. Yeah, yeah. No, I think. I um, mean, that sounded shit. I mean, the game you were late. I just meant <laughs> um, I was trying to do the year wise. Okay. okay so. No, I think middle school is when I got AOL. Before that, I like had really sporadic prodigy access. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was probably okay, around. So okay. So, so what year are you talking about? That's uh, what'd you say? 90 what? Uh. What? No, it was like probably like 2000 or so. Okay, so even 2000. So that means that if you were... If you could be born in like 1990, 1995, and have no memory of sending away for products. I think you'd still see commercials for it constantly. 
when it, when was the last time that those commercials existed? Pretty much once once the internet started having shit there, you know, it was it, it, there was there was you yeah could, you could call you know the call the eight hundred number for it, but the old in the back of magazines sending away for things. That's I was thinking yeah. about how like remember like they used to have like such spectros- ridiculously ridiculous standards for like in the back of cereal boxes or whatever, and they'd be like, you can get a free Tony the Tiger clock. And you had to, like, have three proof of purchases and also send, like, a money order for, like, $6 notes. Like, who the fuck did that? Yeah. Or, yeah, six money, six uh, uh, proof of purchases or a reasonable facsimile. Yeah. Yeah. Who did that, though? Uh, Calvin from the Calvin and Hobbes cartoons. He had a propeller hat. And Um, it snapped and he started crying. And his dad fixed it. It was very, it's very sweet. Um, I sent away... For a Heinz ketchup spaceship. There was a spaceship made by Heinz ketchup. It was a ketchup bottle that kind of unfolded Transformers-esque. Uh, I don't know if it was proof of purchases, but I like I know it's not something that was sold in a store. Like there was there was some kind of ordering process that was going around. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I was 14 or 15 the first time I ordered something off the internet because I got a Pez shirt. Because mm-hmm. the second the internet happened, I'm like, oh, I can get a Pez shirt finally. And I started looking, and then finally shopping happened. I think that, like, I had, like, a, I don't know, I sent away, like, a bunch of things from the back of, like, Disney cartoon VHSs to get, like... Yeah. Um, whatever their chipmunks are called. The chipmunks? Chippendale, yeah. Yeah. I think they're just called the chipmunks. No, it's something else. No, but that was, like, later. That was, that was uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah. But I think they were just called the Chipmunks, weren't they? Well, oh, they no, were... I'm thinking of Alvin and the Chipmunks, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. That was the Chipmunks. Okay, that was the background band for Alvin. I tell you the truth, I didn't really... I'm not sure until this moment I kind of realized they weren't the same thing. Uh-huh. I'll tell you the truth, I'm not very well-versed at Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like, I know there's that hula hoop song, and that's about all I know. I watched that cartoon a lot. And um, no, I watched the cartoon. I was just the 80s cartoon, though. Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of thinking that they just had a singing career, too. Like, I don't know if I really kind of put it together that that wasn't. I don't know. I always get confused. I always get confused by like shows like Alvin and the Chipmunks where they like make it obvious that they're sort of famous and they do all this famous stuff, like famous chipmunk stuff, but then also have no money somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was more of a pilot wings kind of guy. Anyway, Homer the Vigilante. Uh, you say that word very weird. Probably. Yeah. Um, say it again. Vigilante. There you go. I I do. I wasn't I wasn't vigilante shaming you. I was just like, ooh, that's odd. Because <laughs> we're from we're from a mile away from each other. I was like, where the fuck did that accent come from? <laughs> My accent's gotten really fucked up in the time that I've been here. It has. Like it's just. I don't know. I've noticed that because I've said that like there's certain words that I like people from Jersey are like you say that weird and I'm like everybody's saying that I say this weird it's been corrupted I don't know um, yeah I just never had much of a thick Jersey accent I think I just neither you know, have I though I think I just grew up on pop media enough that I just have the general American accent <laughs> over over the over the Joyzy yeah I feel like I was just more conscious of it because I didn't want to have it and I saw it and I don't know I used to like tease not tease people but like bring it up in high school and be like you know everyone else says dog like dog instead of dog and people like did believe me and it was weird but um yeah i i i didn't really 
tease people because you know I'm, it's not yeah. teasing no it wasn't teasing i was it just like curious yeah. it wasn't it wasn't kind teasing. of kind of bullying behavior oh, yeah. alex no it wasn't teasing people it wouldn't no, do yeah, that yeah, it sounds it sounds oh no you're just mocking the way they speak it's like, I'm mocking it yeah, just yeah, fine. um it's all right just just the largest cubic the, the largest cubic zirconia sneakers for speaking <laughs> uh, um i don't know yeah this episode is good though it's just funny and like it doesn't there's not that much more to it well, really. I think this episode i think was uh it's not it's not a dud by any stretch uh, very funny but this was one of the ones that when uh, um three months ago when we first started watching season five to start doing this episode um i made a note which that note is long gone that this might be the first episode of the downfall of the simpsons where this is kind of the first one that really struck me as like this episode wasn't important like when the show started uh, to get good like, this was the yeah. first, like that wasn't it was disposable disposable yeah it was not a it, this was not a momentous simpsons episode this was just a totally fun and and uh, modern season people tell me actually people were telling me like three seasons ago or something like that mm-hmm. was the best like like this era Simpsons good Simpsons mm. like that they I don't know if they got a new staff or anyway the point is that you know for a long time the it was best just, episodes yeah. now are that like are like occasionally there'll be an episode that seems like it could have been maybe a disposable episode in like season nine which yeah I just I know. don't know what year it is but I was hearing a lot and I, I read an article about it uh, not an article you know some you know vice or you know, whatever it is, you know some thing that talked about but like some recent season they were comparing favorably to like you know Simpsons season six you know like like that they i guess maybe they replaced the writing staff or something but apparently it's it's quite good but i haven't seen a new episode in in absolutely forever but yeah this episode reminded me of like those kind of Simpsons season like 12 13 where it's like this is good it's just it's not it's not like uh it's not epic it's not you know it's not like the the this is not like so special laugh a comedy. minute like yeah. yeah and i feel the same way like every once in a while uh i would when i watch like a, a later episode i'm surprised like i'll remember a joke or something and be like oh my god i can't believe like i thought this was from like season six yeah or something and not like season 14 or whatever well the show stays i mean i thought the show went downhill a lot earlier because i i rewatched the videos the the dvds and i got to like season like i mean it was like season 13 or 14 and there's still some pretty fucking classic episodes happening but it's you know, I, I, in my head, it's like, oh, season 10, it sucks. But it's like, there's like four full seasons of pretty goddamn good episodes. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. not 14, but definitely 13. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes like a little later than you credit for. I think it's like when they were doing the Every Simpsons episode ever, like, marathon when they first started doing it on FXX. Like, I got a stream for that, but I didn't get yeah. a stream until like season seven or eight or, or whatever. And like, it got to a point pretty quickly where I didn't really feel like I needed to watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was fantastic. I don't know what that meant. Mm. Uh, what what episode did we talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Man, 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 World. Um, yeah, don't really care. No, I think you made a really good point. It's it's a disposable episode. It, that doesn't mean it's bad by any means. It's just ultimately, like, there's not that much in there that's super memorable yeah yeah i mean that's pretty much what i was getting out of it and i was like oh well, that's it that's that's why i stopped it's, it's like the that. sporty yeah. spice of um it's the only one i really remember <laughs> um, of the simpsons 
that's why I never really liked South Park that much, where, like, although the episodes where people thought were hilarious, I just, I never, they just seem kind of, thro- like, they just seem kind of, like, disposed, like, they almost seem like, like, late night shows, where it's like, hey, just watch it that night and just forget it ever happened. Where it's like, yeah, it's funny, like, the writers are good, but it just, it doesn't stick with me. And this, this was the first episode where it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it was an mm-hmm. episode, like, they did it, it was very funny, but it wasn't. You know, if this if this season happened without that episode, then I, I you know, I wouldn't I would be I wouldn't be weeping bitter tears. It was just an antics episode. That's all. Yeah. And then the other episodes. We, yeah, you know, my s- feeling on Madcap. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah. So this has been Lillian and Alex. I think we're like pretty much done about talking with the, about The Simpsons. Yeah. On, like, recorded anyway. We're going to go talk about it, like... Possibly. Probably. But, um... Let's circle back to political conversation for a second. I want to make very clear, because oftentimes people don't understand what... I'm not... I'm not... Like, be clear. I'm not saying if you're offended by a show that that's your fault. Like, I, I just... That to put blame at the show is what I take issue I'm not taking it away from anybody's pain or like what you're going through. I want to make that very clear. It's the reaction to that being, it's the directionality of reaction. That is, that is where uh, uh, my, my, uh, where I think the, the logical uh, problem happens. Uh, just be very clear. Cause uh, oftentimes I kind of just assume everybody's a good person. And like, I don't really need to point out that it's like, uh, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying your your emotions are wrong mm-hmm. but um because i don't think that's something you need to point out but i've been doing podcasts for long enough that apparently you need to say stuff like that so let me make that very clear to anybody out there your emotions are valid it's just the directionality of 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 blame afterwards or directionality of hashtag afterwards is, is the thing i'm referencing not your not your emotion your emotions are beautiful and lovely and i thank you for them and, I think it's, yeah, it's an, and it's important to make that distinction yeah, just I I'm not a I'm not like I I just You don't why, want people to think you're a jerk. Well no, it's just why would you just I don't know, just ugh, I just, man, it's stupid. I tend to give too much credit to humans. It's like, well, I didn't think, I shouldn't have to specify that. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. So find the show on places. Um Alexcast.com is where it shows up. Um if you're hearing this on the Alexcast feed, sorry about that. Um, I don't know how to make it not show up. My bad. That's it. You want to tell them, Aaron? No, I'm good. Um, thank you for listening to whatever fucking weird directions it all was going into. Yes. Thank you for listening to One Direction. Good evening. <laughs>